Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of Talkin' Braves. I'm Luke Horton. I'm David Waters. Welcome. Welcome back. Season two is upon us. Hard if to believe you, it's been a year. It's it's Already. kind of hard to call this whole situation a whole other season when we don't even know <laughs> the fate of That's the actual sure. season that we're going to be talking about. It's an interesting time to be a Major League Baseball podcast. So we're kind of bored. Most baseball fans are. But yeah. uh, especially for us trying to create content, it's especially difficult. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to find anything to talk about other than how much we dislike Manfred. And that's, that's if we get, that gets very repetitive because it happens a lot if you haven't noticed. So if we ran about Manfred this episode, how many episodes in a row is that going to be a thing? <laughs> six? I think like five? five, six. I don't know. It's been like This will be part five. It'll, this might be part five. Part five. Jeez. That's a lot of, that's a lot of parts <laughs> to rant about one person. So the, last, so the first time we ranted about Rob Manfred was when we signed Manny Pena, like you, you guys out there might have even forgotten that we, Manny Pena is a brave. <laughs> Some people don't Kirby Yates is a brave too. Kirby Yates is a brave as well. Like, last signing was over two months ago. Like, it what? I mean, it, it's remember when Rob Manfred like released that statement uh, or a letter to baseball fans, as it was called, fans. and he said he implemented the lockout to. Um, speed up the process of this agreement, um, speed up the negotiations, and then they didn't even meet for the next 42 days. Hey, Rob. my oh boy. It didn't speed anything up. If anything, uh, it's kind of ruining the game right now. It's in a terrible state. Um, but this podcast is uh, alive and well, so that's all that really matters, you know. But we do want the log at the end. We do, we do. Don't Which, don't get me wrong, we do. Yeah, I um, go follow TikTok, but I I posted on there, and I was I'm not very at this point after what um, Jeff Passan tweeted, I believe it was yesterday. I don't know, my days are all mixed up. Um, but sent out a tweet, and I was like, yeah, this is just straight up not going to get done anytime soon. And you know, I I wouldn't say I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but expect to have a delay in the season guys um whether we like it or not it's there's more than likely going to be delay so that's just a fact and you know as a baseball fan it sucks but you know it, that's what happens when you got a clown running the running the mob so well there goes your chances to ever work for major league baseball um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, we probably blew it already. Um, eh, yeah, but, I think I think this might not be the episode that did it. It was probably three episodes ago or something. Well, here's my take on it. Before we get to our sponsors and everything, I just want to put this out there. If major, if this season is canceled, or like like a lot of these games this season are canceled, possibly even all of them, because um, that's not the question. I mean, look at who's in office right now. Um, it's a possibility. I think that there is, if owners can't bring in revenue this season, uh, or like 
as uh, as much revenue as they should because the guy who's you know negotiating on their behalf, Rob Manfred, can't negotiate with the players. I mean, he's that's literally what he's doing. Um, the owners are the ones responsible for Rob Manfred even being put in that position. And if they're losing money because of Manfred, there could also be that possibility that if a lot of these games are canceled, Rob Manfred will no longer be the commissioner of baseball. So it's a possibility. That's, that's something to think about there. That's, that's a, so are, so as baseball fans, would we be willing to trade away? Who knows? Half a season to get rid of Rob Manfred, if that's what it takes? This is it's, an interesting, a, it, it's an interesting question, it, really. It's a, it's a really interesting question because, you know, we're, we're baseball fans. Everybody listening to this, you know, we hope you're baseball fans. is a baseball fan. And, you know, we had a 60-game season in 2020 for, you know, that was for a little bit different reasons, but – there still shouldn't – it, should, it could have been a lot longer, and I think we all know that. Manfred, in that situation too, didn't handle it the best. He's not handling the best now. And there – you know, I think everybody – this is his seventh year, I believe, as the manager – or the commissioner of baseball. Is that correct? 2015? Yeah, he's the manager of baseball, yeah. Manager of baseball. <laughs> you know what I meant. Commissioner of baseball. So, you know, I people – you know, baseball fans have been fed up with him for – year a few years now um specifically you know the astro scandal and everything you know we've been over this but i think it's a, it's a tough question and nobody likes manfred i don't want to see the season get delayed but at the same time i don't want to see manfred be the commissioner of baseball anymore so mm-hmm. you know it's a very interesting question and you know i want to hear your guys thoughts so dm us do something i mean I don't, mm-hmm. let us know what you think because it's very interesting. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, there's this feature, and I, I still got to figure out how to really use it, but I can ask a question down below this podcast, this episode in the description, all that, um, where you can respond, and I'll ask that question. Um, and you can just answer it right there if you're on Spotify. Uh, that's not on Apple, but uh, or any other uh, platform. But it's on Spotify, and if you want to... Um, reach out to us and answer that question uh, there. That'll be an option as well. So awesome. But also, like, I'm not saying if the season is delayed that Rob Manfred is 100% getting kicked out of office, but if the owners aren't bringing in any money, they're not going to be very happy. So no one's going to be very happy, but um, that it just it falls on Manfred. Plain and simple. He's the guy in charge. And, you know, ever since the Houston Astros cheating scandal and how Rob Manfred handled that, it's just been a da- downward spiral since then. Like, there's there so many anything, things. Anything like, good he's done yet since that I mean, moment? before the, he handled the whole Astros cheating scandal, like, I feel like there wasn't really anything to dislike. I mean, he did bring up some ideas in, like, the lower levels of the minor leagues about, like, robot umpires and stuff, which was still kind of stupid, but... Um, it wasn't as bad as it is now. So, I mean, it's hard to get much worse than what it is, what it is right now. Um, but, uh, honestly, I don't know if it can get any worse. Um, so, um, 
Luke and I have actually decided to create our own professional baseball league of our own. Um, that we're <laughs> we were just joking around the other day, and uh, we we were just theorizing, you know, what it'd be like to have, you know, there's like other professional football leagues getting thrown around all over the place every few years. So it's yeah. not the case with baseball. So if anyone wants to help us out with that, <laughs> reach out. Send, reach us, out send us some fun, send us some funding. If you know somebody, you know, hit up, you know, somebody not named Liberty Media. So, you know, they have money, but they don't seem to use it in the right places. DFA yeah. Liberty Media, by the way. DFA Liberty Media. Honestly, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I I completely forgot about li- Liberty Media. I hate to admit that, but like... It's been two months since anything has happened. You know, Liberty Media isn't like the number one thing on my mind, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know? No. It's like honestly, like listen, they haven't made they haven't made any mistakes in the last few months. I'll give them that. Yeah, can't make mistakes. Like, I, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like a- we recorded this episode, episode 44, Manny Pena, Kirby Yates. They're Braves players right now, and like honestly, when I was uploading the last podcast episode, January 20th. Okay, um, I saw that. I was just like, I completely forgot about that. Like I guarantee you, so many people are probably like, "Wait, we wait." Oh yeah, that happened. So and Kirby Yates. So and Kirby Yates, Darren O'Day's back. Um, There's so much that like I'm gonna need to just like I'm gonna need to watch our own podcast episode, um, both those episodes, just to catch up with what's happened two months ago because I don't even remember. Yeah, it's pretty wild. because really, in those three weeks, and we, that was our longest episode ever. Yeah. But it was, there was no wasted time in that episode. It was two hours and 15 minutes of like nonstop baseball content, which was absolutely madness. But yeah. I mean, we tried to make it as short as possible. And, you know, it could have been four hours. We, we wouldn't have done that, but it could have been. But we try to squeeze it into, you know, we try to say it under two hours, but it was just impossible. We, we try not to let you guys have to listen to us for too long, but. Yeah, I mean, our episodes are long, but like that one was unbelievably long. Yeah, that one that was a different realm of long. Like we, we, we keep it in about an hour, 15 hour, hour and a half, but not nothing like two mm-hmm. hours plus. Besides the yeah. the interview with Jordan um, Rager was up there, but that didn't quite hit two hours. I think that was like an hour fifty five ish somewhere around. There. Yeah, I mean we we've had some long episodes yeah, in the past. Um, that one was that was a that was a great episode. So I yeah, don't Jordan that Rager. That, um, that, that was a phenomenal episode. I I I really love like the fact that we like if it, not only like talk to these people and had conversations, record podcasts, but we actually got to like get to know these people as well. Uh, Tyler Matzik, episode 15, that's probably the highlight of, um, you know, doing this. That's kind of, oh yeah. And I, I, looking back on it, like we were such a new podcast, we didn't know what we were doing really. And I feel like 
if I were to listen back on that episode today, oh, like, gosh, it's I, just like, oh, there's so many things I would want to so change. There's so many things. Like, if, if we recorded an episode with Tyler Matzik today. It would be so much different. It, it, it would be so much different. It would be so much more, I wouldn't say prepared, but. Oh, he's prepared we, so much we, for we that. prepared for that. Don't get, we, we, we made notes. We made sheets. We made all this stuff for that episode. We were prepared, but I think we were also you know, brand new. We had no idea what we were doing really. And, you know, it was very, I mean, we're talking to MLB, we're talking to MLB players. So like, it was like, holy cow, we're actually doing this. And I think at this point in uh, a year in, I mean, hard to believe, but we're a year into this Mm -hmm. podcast. So, you know, I think we've grown tremendously over the last year. So, Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to get somebody on eventually, maybe here in the next few weeks. We don't know. You got to reach out to some more people, but be on the lookout. So, yeah, we're going to try. Um, but I mean, it's it, 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 it sometimes like really hard to, you know, get work it out where, you know, first they have to say yes. First, they even have to like see it see their request. Yeah. Like, like, hey, you want to come on? The, like, can you come on the podcast? We would love to have you as a special guest. That it, that takes time to put out. That takes time for them to see it, and it, we don't even know if they're going to see it. And then you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, and um, it's hard to put together and schedule things out. But uh, I highly re- recommend this. Um, if you haven't checked it out already, um, please check out our episode with uh, Matthew Kaminsky. Uh, it's episode 43. I think that's by far the best interview that we've had, and possibly the. I would say that's probably the most fun episode we've recorded. Oh, easily. Yeah. Outside I don't, of me like, like dying for the first five minutes of the episode, but <laughs> the interview itself was probably the, yeah, that, I think that was our, one of our best episodes we've had. And mm. that, I think and that says a lot during this episode 48. Mm-hmm. So. And it, honestly, like I'm looking at our episodes right now that has the least number of plays since last March. So go check that out, please. Like it, I, we, I'm, I'm super proud of that episode. Yeah. So please do check that out if you haven't already. That's episode 43. But of course, after this episode or at least some point in the future, please, please do check that out because it was a lot of fun. Um, anyways, without further ado, um, we do have some sponsorships. Uh, first, we got to shout out SeatGeek. Use promo code BRAVESNEWS on SeatGeek. $20 off your first purchase of $50 or more. Um, helps me out, helps you out. It's a win-win. Go get your tickets for – well, you're not going to be seeing baseball anytime soon. So it's concerts, um, Super Bowl tickets, uh, I don't know. Go see a Hawks, Hawks game. Go see a Hawks game, you know. They're just starting to, they're starting to play better basketball now. So yeah. shout out to the Hawks. Shout out to the Hawks. Um, we're, we're, not, we're not turning ourselves into – we're not turning ourselves into a Hawks podcast, but um, – we give a shout out to Anchor. We got we got a shout out to Anchor, our second sponsor.
and welcome back. Thank you, SeatGeek. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring this episode. Shout out. Now, love you both, of course. Um, Oh, DFA Manfred, I forgot about that part. We we didn't say that earlier. Get get that out of the way. We need to get merch and just have DFA Manfred and Liberty Beat on it. Just just have a a shirt that says DFA. DFA, um, if anyone knows about, you know, some some merchandise companies that we could, you know, possibly reach out to and see if we could get something going. If you'd be interested in purchasing our merch, let us know. And if you know how to, how we can get that thing set up, uh, let us know. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. We'd love to do that. So here's the main part of our episode. This is kind of something that I put out on Braves News 101 on Instagram. Um, Last week, I asked you all to send me your hot baseball takes and we're going to buy or sell be like, do we agree? Do we disagree? Is this like, you know, I mean, you'll see, you'll see. Um, so how this is going to work I, is that I, Luke has not seen any of these yet. I have, I have not seen any. So whatever, whatever these, these hot takes are, I'm, inter- I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say because I I have no clue. So how this is going to work is like, I'm going to say one and then Luke's going to be like, I buy this take, I sell this take and explain why. And then like, I, I read out the next one and then I, then I say if I buy or sell it, you know, and then, um, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is the first time we've done anything like this. So, uh, if you want to see more or hear more of this in the future, um let us know we'll see how this episode does and uh if it does well we'll yep. do a part two so we're looking forward to this so um i don't have them pulled up yet so i'm not prepared so lou uh pressure's on you <laughs> pressure's on me that's entertain our listeners <laughs> uh well oh walk out <laughs> Five years ago today, um, th- this is kind of crazy. Um, the Braves signed Rex Brothers to a minor league deal. Wow. Rex Brothers. Rex Brothers. That's a name you probably haven't heard in a little alive. bit. What a time to be alive. So not only Rocky is it legend. our – not only is it the Talking Braves' first birthday, it's also the five-year anniversary of us signing Rex Brothers, Braves legend. Very excited. Talking Rex Brothers. Come on the pod, Rex. Come on the pod, Rex. <laughs> Let's Come do on it. the pod. Um, Rex Brothers. If you guys see that, that would be fun. Rex Brothers. So there, I'm going to be – Oh, yeah, I don't know what we talk about, but we'll find something if if we actually are able to pull it off. Rex, if you're out there listening to this podcast, I don't know why you're here, but please come on the pod if you're out there, if you're listening. Um, so here's also another thing is if you sent me a hot take, okay – if I don't read it, um, it's not hot enough. You know, um, I'm just gonna say like I'm gonna say two of these. Guys. Come on now. I'm gonna say two of these hot takes, and you'll probably see why these aren't really hot takes. Um, the Braves will re-sign Freddie. Not a hot take. Another one. Manfred is a clown. 
<laughs> that's not a hot take. That's a fact. We're, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's kind of crazy. But we will um, start off this one. First hot take. This one comes from Luke Simpson. Barry Bonds should not be in the Hall of Fame. Luke, buy or sell? Should sell. not be. So. I, I sell as in he should, right? Yes. Sell, he's, no. yeah, he should be a Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. You can say what you want about steroids. We, we've been over this, I think, a few episodes ago, but say what you want about steroids. You know, the dude won three MVPs before he was on juice. And, you know, he's a top 10, if not top five player to ever play the game. You know, debate a wall, whatever. Um, do I like the guy? No, not, not really, you know, but to say if you're going to put we I don't think I don't know if we had this discussion but if you're going to put Poppy in you got to put other guys in and either leave all of them out or put all of them in I think that's really where the fine line of the hall of fame with steroids comes to so you know I, 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 we didn't we haven't I don't think we've recorded since you know the hall of fame ballot was announced actually um so I guess we could talk about that a little later, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it, this, this is, I, I sell this take as well. I think Barry Bonds, I mean, he's, people are saying he's the best player of all time. That is, that can't be further from the truth. I mean, he's, he's a very good player. He's the best power hitter of all time, but you know, all around, you're just like, you got to put in so many factors like, like def defense, you know, do you, would you consider a pitcher the best player of all time? You know, because it's like it's so different from hitting. Um, but I mean, you know, say what you want. Like, you know, also you got like contact hitters, you know, Ty Cobb and, you know, Tony Gwynn, Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, you know, there it really depends on what you consider to be like, you know, valuable as a player, you know, but, um, Barry Bonds is one of the best players of all time, but he's not the best. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I take I number two. This is from Joey Lorocki. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Acuna wins MVP and Freed wins Cy Young this year. I'm going to sell this take. Um, this, it, it is, it, I mean, it's not out of the question for Acuna to win MVP. I mean, Max Fried, Cy Young, I mean, eh, you know, there's a slight, slight chance, okay? But here's the thing. Ronald Acuna, we really don't know when he's going to return from the injured list. Um, we're not sure how, you know, how well he's going to be able to move around. Obviously, we've been seeing clips of him in the batting cages recently. He's looking good. That swing is still beautiful. But, uh, you know, how well is he going to be able to, Best man baseball. you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, but how well is he going to be able to run? How well is he going to be able to uh, snag fly balls on the run, you know? Um, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, but, of course, if this season is like, you know, 
15 games. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're hoping that we have at least some games. Um, then maybe, you know, if we start in September, you know, there, there's a, there's a chance that Acuna plays a full 15 game season and he wins MVP, but Max Fried, Cy Young, I, I just think there's just too much talent in the national league in terms of pitching um, that I don't see Max Fried winning a Cy Young. Uh, I mean, he, he has a chance in the next few years, but that's if DeGrom leaves and goes to the American League. And, you know, there's always, like, a couple of those guys who just, like, come out of nowhere. It's just, like, where these guys come from? Like, we saw that with Robbie Ray last year in the American League. But, um, you know, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of great pitchers. But I don't think Max Reed's a signing winner. I'm going to sell his take. Yeah, I agree. So, I think, like you said, I think, you know, the, the, the chances of one of, of Ronald winning MVP – um, when he comes back, you know, like you say, we don't know when that is. Um, it, it's a, it's like he's definitely has. I mean, I think we all seen it firsthand. Ronald Acuna is one of the best players in baseball and is an MVP candidate every year. Um, but I mean, when you got guys like Jacob Degrom, and realistically, when Jacob Degrom stays healthy, he's winning Cy Young every year, and that's just that. I mean, that's just the the, the fact. I mean. If that dude stays on the field for 30 starts a year, he's winning Cy Young every year. And that's just the fact. So Max Freed, great player. Love Max to, to death. Come on the pod, Max. We love you. But, um, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, Jacob DeGrom last year came in ninth in the Cy Young Award voting. And he appeared in 15 games. Like, he pitched less than half a full season. And he could finish ninth in the science. I mean, look at his stats. They're gross. They're disgusting. But, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's insane. Like, I'm looking at the stats right now. I still, I mean, I've seen these, like, three times before or more. Um, I still can't believe, like, this guy's even a real human being. Um, but he's the best player. He's a, I mean, it's not a far, um, like, it's not unheard of. Like, it's not just crazy to say, like, Jacob DeGrom is the best player in baseball. Like, he, he he's oh, close. Yeah. He's darn near close. So. I mean, very. I think you look at – I mean, if you put Jacob DeGrom up against Mike Trout, you know, I, I that, that now that would be an interesting battle. I mean, have, I don't know if we've ever seen – I mean – feel like we never the the, the nl east never sees the angels ever i we're gonna be seeing them in july i mean you so. the best probably two of the best you know argue they, they might be the two best players in baseball on the same team and they're coming here um we lost but, you for a second well hopefully i'm back hello yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. Hello. Am I here? Hello. Hello. Maybe. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Technical By the way, I mean, if, in case you haven't heard, we are the most professional podcast in the history of podcasts. So um, this stuff, this stuff never happens. I'm, I promise you, we never have technical ever. difficulties. It's never. Happened, we're the we're the best. Ever. We're the most professional podcast out there. We got. Our Wi-Fi, but, our recording equipment, top notch. 
We spent thousands of dollars. This, this is thousands of dollars of equipment right here. This mic, so much money. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, um, but I don't even know where I was talking about. Um, Jacob Degrom facing facing Mike Trout, and I don't know where I was going with that. So we need to see that matchup more often. We need to see. We need. That's the MLB's marketing is bad sometimes like it's you know say what you want the mlb's marketing of all players is just bad so um yeah all right next hot takes this is from gage olson trevor's story will either go to the mariners or the phillies I'm buying. I think I think very possible he goes to the Phillies. I, you know, they need a shortstop. They they got Gene Segura at second base. I, you know, I Mariners. I could see as well. Less likely. I think they're more likely to land Chris Bryant. Um, but they definitely do need a left side of the infield. See retiring. So, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say buy, but. <clears throat> Not overpriced. I'll, I'll I'll buy though. I'm gonna say buy too. I I could definitely see, like the, both teams just seem like really good fits for Trevor Story. Um, but you know, I've been saying all along. I feel like he's going to the Astros, but like, yeah. There's there's also like. Uh, there's a very good shot that he goes to the Mariners or the Phillies. I mean, they're teams that need sh- a shortstop. So it just makes sense, but also makes sense for the Astros. If you include the Astros in there, 100% buy. I'm like an 80% buy right now. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I yeah, think I at mean, this point, like, it's been so long. I, I, I really think you look – you have no clue where any – like, I've, I mean, I've seen people trying to predict Carlos Correa. I'm like – Dude, I have no clue where, like, like I have no, with, with complete certainty, I cannot say he, I don't know where he would go, honestly. Mm-hmm. I have no yeah. clue, so. it's. It, I mean, it's tough to predict yeah. where people are going to go, because there's, I mean, there's 30 teams to choose from, but. Thanks, Freddie Freeman. Come back to Atlanta, Freddie. Please, please. Come to pod. I mean, we'll, no, we'll like, discuss everything. I mean, this, no disrespect to Matt Olson. I think Matt Olson's. Imagine your backup. Your, I mean, imagine your backup um, option being the second best base, first base in all of baseball. And then people are still um, upset if you get him. <laughs> people are still going to be upset if you have the number two. But um, Freddie, come back to Atlanta, please. I think all of Braves country will be very happy. They will be very so. happy. Or you could just <laughs> sign a minor league deal right now. <laughs> It'll be very happy too. You know that I could happen know. right now. All right, next hot take. From our good friend Jeffrey Salvatore. Jeffrey. Pirates win the NL Central. I, I'm going to sell this. Um, uh, the reason is pretty obvious. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sell it as well. Um, no disrespect, Jeff. I, You know, the Pirates are a team that, you know, they have a decent farm system. I think they got guys, you know, they had the number one world pick. They took Henry Davis. They have guys coming through the system. Not yet, though. 
I think 2024, 2025, that's when you'll start to see that. I mean, maybe even next year, maybe, I mean, I think you're going to see a much improved pirates team than what you've seen over the last few years, but um, division winners. No, I'm going to give that to the St. Louis Cardinals. So, so, I mean, there's, I mean, the Reds are going to be bad next year. So like I, I, it'll be interesting to see who's going to finish last, but you know, no, not that many people care about who finishes last, but um, yeah, especially like there's a lot, there were a lot of rumors before the whole lockout crap um, about them trying to trade Brian Reynolds. And if they trade away Brian Reynolds, there's no way they don't finish in last in my opinion. Like that's, they're only like legitimate, like really, really good player right now. Um, Alex you making calls Brian Reynolds on the market. Hey, I, I'd be that, would be that would be something. Anyways, off topic. So this one for Luke is from Jack Bryan. Fernando Tatis Jr. is grossly overrated. Grossly? Wow. It's an interesting that adjective. Is, it's a very interesting adjective. Grossly overrated. Sell. I, you know... But he, Sell grossly overrated. That's that's a bit harsh considering, you know, Fernando Tatis is, you know, say what you want about his defense. He's, you know, he makes errors. That it's, he's not. He he makes great plays, but he also is very errant at times with the glove. Um, but overrated. I think he's rated outright i think he's very you know there's no doubt very good player um and will be have a great career so i'm gonna say so i i would say sell as well i mean if you just took out the word grossly say just fernando tatis jr is overrated yeah i mean that that would but grossly that that just takes it another step up you know what i'm saying so yeah, I, I gotta sell this. Like this, like grossly overrated. Don't think so. He's a, I mean, he, he's if he stays on the field, he's a perennial MVP candidate. Like, and what he's doing at his age is it's super special. You know, him, Juan Soto, and um, Wander Franco, and a lot of these super young guys, Acuna included, um, just tearing it up. It's so good because these players are the ones growing the game of baseball. The future of baseball is in really good hands. The marketing of baseball should be, if you do it correctly, in good hands. Yeah. So. But but so baseball is in a very good place with these players. But we're in a lockout. Um, <laughs> not at this exact moment. Not at this exact moment, but um, if we were yeah, fingers crossed, we can get something. It can get going. Everything on paper for baseball is great. Get the oh, season yeah. started, and you take off with, especially now with. I mean, the globalization. How world? How recognized Shohei Otani is. Um, not okay. only in the United States, but globally in, you know, Japan, other parts of the world. I mean, th- that is, this is, you know, Shohei Otani 
is exactly what baseball need if they couldn't market their players already for some odd reason. But Shohei Otani has opened the door to limitless opportunities for the MLB to take. So you sounded a lot like Jeff Passan blasting Stephen A. Smith. Not gonna lie. Um, like, Let's go. <laughs> like, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a good little rant. All right. So uh, I will say, uh, Kerwin, longtime listener of the podcast, longtime supporter of the. Shout out, Kerwin. Uh, he he um he, he sent he sent an, another hot take about Barry Bonds should have been in the Hall of Fame, but we already discussed that, so we're gonna move on. Um, this is from J Hair Zero. Um, for me, <laughs> Braves repeat without Freddie Freeman. Oh, that hurts my soul. So he that actually said with or without Freddie, but like with would really be a hot take. So without Freddie Freeman, I'm just going to do it at that. that, that Braves that repeat hurts, without that Freddie my Freeman. Soul. You see that right there? That hurts. Sorry. This, anyways, this, this sucks to be talking about, but. Uh, dude, this is the, the, the fact, dude. I just, <laughs> I don't, I really hope we're not talking about this in two months. I hope we're happy with what we're talking about in two months. I mean, who knows Anyways, if we're so, going to be talking about anything in two months. But going back. I, I will I, say that without Freddie Freeman, this is a this is a 100% sell. Um, the, Freddie Freeman is just plain and simple, the heart and soul of the Atlanta Braves franchise right now. Or maybe not right now, but for the last decade. Um, you know, ever since Shepard Jones retired, he's been that guy. Maybe you yeah. may make an argument for a couple of years after um, Chip or Brian McCann, but ever since that, that happened. Uh, ever since McCann went to New York, it was Freddie Freeman all along. So oh, yeah. for the past seven years, it's been Freddie Freeman. And he has brought this team from, you know, a vastly underperforming team in 2014, which led to the rebuild. He was there for us throughout those really terrible years um, of the rebuild, which turned out to be a great success. Um, but, you know, without Freddie Freeman, I don't see this. I mean, like, I'm, we're a playoff team without Freddie Freeman. I mean, obviously it depends on who we replace him with. You know, if it's like Matt Olson, yes. Anthony Rizzo, maybe. Um, Possibly. But without Freddie Freeman, the Braves are not repeating. I'm sorry. Like it's, it, I'm, I'm sell. selling as well. I'm selling as well. And you know, like like you said, it's he's the glue. Freddie Freeman's the glue of that clubhouse, and has been for forever for as long as you know. I've been a Braves fan my whole life. When Freddie came up, got drafted in 2007. You know. I, you know, playing with Jason Hayward in the minor leagues, yada, yada. You get all, all the stuff. He's been a lifer brave. He, he's the, he's the glue. And while I think you, we, we have very likely possibility if Freddie doesn't resign, we get Matt Olson. I just, I'm yeah, I'm going to say so. So. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to skip over the rest of the Barry Bonds stuff because i mean this was when i asked people when i asked people this this was probably not the best day to ask people for hot takes because it was the day that ortiz was inducted and 
you know, Barry Bonds was left off and Roger Clemens was left off. And it, there's just not the best day to be asking people by any means. So my mistake there, but um, I'm sorry if you uh, did uh, ask a question about Barry Bonds or send in a hot take. So this is from Kai Meeks for Luke. Madison Bumgarner is not washed. Oh, now this 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 is this one is of more. I, I like this. This is probably the most interesting uh, interesting take we've heard so far. So, what, what, Kai Kai Meeks. Kai, I don't know if that's his full name. Uh, for some reason, like when I'm trying to like click on their name, like I just get loading for like 30 seconds. So I don't know like if they have like a full name like in their bio or whatever. I could have probably figured that out before well, the episode. Shout out, shout out like Kai Meeks. Um, this is a great. This this yeah. This is the best one I think we've. Had yet. Also, I, I, is not I, I like also like may, may I add, um, like getting hot takes that aren't Braves related. We, I mean, yeah, like we talk oh, about yeah. the Braves all the time on here. You know, talking about other teams, it's fun. I mean, it makes things more interesting. Really, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm buying this. He's, he's not. He had, he had, he had the the first year in or was that last year whatever year it was where he had a really down year in with the diamondbacks um i think that was his first year 2020 it was 2020 it was short season where he had just inflated era it was very bad but i mean you look back with the giants you know he he's is he in his prime still no that that's you know that's very obvious his prime was when the giants were winning the world series washed i don't think he's washed completely he's 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 not as good as he used to be but i think he's you know he's got he's got enough left in the tank he, you know he threw a no hitter against us so what are we what are we to say anything um but madison bumgarner i'm 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 not washed i'm buying so this one i'm just like I don't know what to say, like because <laughs> because like it depends. Like he's sort of washed, but he's not like entirely washed. You know, he's not like Matt Harvey washed, who's like the worst pitcher in baseball all of a sudden. Um, Matt Harvey's completely washed, by the way. But um, uh, this year, a four point six seven ERA. A seven ten record, a four point six three WHIP or FIP, sorry, um, but his WHIP was kind of down. It was one point one eight two, which is still not great by Madison Bumgarner standards, but it was still like decent. Um, but twenty twenty, I mean, anyone can have a bad sixty game stretch. I mean, look at anyone in the history of baseball. If everyone has had a bad sixty game stretch, it happens. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, but if you're just looking at, you know, his full seasons since 20, ooh, what year did he really take off? You know, I'm going to say 2010, even though, you know, he was a 20 year old. Um, from 2010 to 2019, 162 game average, uh, 14 and 11, 3.14. Um, ERA, a 3.32 FIP, 1.111 uh, WHIP, 
uh, over a 10 year stretch. But there towards the end, you know, you saw a little bit of his stats just start to kind of inflate a bit. Like, n- not much, not as much as what we've seen with him with an, in a Diamondbacks uniform. But um, I, I think that he's still a solid pitcher. He's not what he used to be. So I think I'm going to sell this take. Because, like, I think that wash just means, like, no, I don't know. It depends on, like, what what do you consider to be wash? What, what are we defining as, like, yeah, like, what is what is defined as, like, is, like, is it mean, defining, like, he, like, Albert Pujols is washed. Yes. Yes. That's what, like, that's how I think of, like, like, we know Albert Pujols is one of the best players to ever play the game of baseball up there. I mean, you know, I don't know how far up there, but he's he's washed. He's he's you know that's what I consider washed. I don't know if Bumgarner's necessarily at that level to say like, oh, this guy straight up just stinks now, because you he know, doesn't because he doesn't he doesn't. I, I don't know what his twenty twenty one stats were. I don't know if you you said them, but uh, no seven ten four six seven ERA uh, four six three WHIP. Or so, fit, you know, sorry. not not prime numbers by any means, but he's not, you know, he's not going out there giving up like 10 runs a game. So he threw a no hitter this year. I mean, I'm going to count it. <laughs> oh, geez. So, I mean, I'm 50 50. Um, I, 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 this one kind of stumped me, but, um, this one is for me from Garrett Tyler, 65 Padres versus Braves NLCS. I'm going to buy this. I can see this happening. Um, I, 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 in my opinion, I don't, I don't see any world where the Padres underperform as much as they did this past season. I mean, obviously down the stretch, that team chemistry just, I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, you saw Machado and Tatis and everything everything going on in that dugout. Jace Tingler was just not the fit there. Um, and didn't they announce their new manager? Yeah, Bob Melvin. Oh, yeah, Bob Melvin. That's right. Um, see, I, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> like, I cannot keep up with anything Major Baseball related cause, or like from like two months ago because that was two months ago. I forget things. <laughs> Bob Melvin is a fantastic A's manager. manager. Anybody know who the A's? Do the A's even Mark have Kotze. a manager? Mark Kotze. Oh yeah, that, see, Mark. Like, Mark. I don't think we talked about that. Kotze. Yeah. So, I. I mean, I, I. Bob Melvin is a really good manager. It's kind of going to be weird to see him not in an Oakland Athletics uniform. But oh yeah, Bob Melvin knows how to manage the Major League Baseball team. I mean, he, we, I think he's up, I think you could put him up there as, you know, he's he, a co- top, he was he the manager be, of the Athletics, and he sent in with that roster and that team and that configuration. They were competing every single. You know, they might not have been a star-studded team, but they were competing, and you know, I think, you know, Bob Melvin's up there as. Probably, a, he's definitely a top ten manager by far, easily. Um, 
you know, borderline top five. I don't know that, you know, would that be guys something you want to see? Top 10 managers. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a thing. Is that a thing? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Top 10 owners coming soon. 30. Liberty Media. Just kidding. All right. Padres versus Braves. Do you buy or sell? I, and LCS, I, buy. So. I, I, I definitely, I definitely, you know, I, I'm, I'm buying. Yeah. Th- There's definitely two talented teams. Very, you know, they got young guys. They got the good mix of veterans, g- great managers. So, you know, it's, it's always going to be hard getting past the Dodgers. There's, and, and even the giants, you know, I, nobody knows how good the giants are really going to be this year. Will they take a, a massive tumble I don't know. I think that division is, you know, kind of, it's outside of the Diamondbacks, you know, and Rockies. The other team? Rockies, yeah. I, Rockies are so like. See, we don't even know what the divisions are anymore. Like, I'm so, <laughs> but Giants, Padres, Dodgers, those three teams are just going to beat up on each other. So it's going to be a grind and the, if they get to the nlcs it, they'll earn it so i'm i buy them i i could definitely see it cool next from colin helms colin shout out our boy colin luke ozzy albies is a top three mvp candidate Oh, 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 oh. Wow! This is hot. This is hot. hot, hot. Yeah, this is this is like this is. Thank you, Colin. This is, this, this is hot. This is. I'm, we asked takes. This is hot. So I, you know, no, I, no, no, love Ozzy. Love will love Ozzy forever. But selling, I think the the main thing I see with Ozzy is strikeouts it's you know he, he's we all know about his aggressiveness and we love that at times but you hate that at times um but you know mvp candidate i i could see it in his future but unless he makes a huge flip this year with strikeouts and better con or like contact wise i'm, I'm gonna sell this one yeah, I'm going to sell it as well. Um, I think Ozzy Albies, like, it, you said the strikeouts, but I think it's just his lack of plate discipline. He swings at so many pitches outside the strike zone, does not walk. Um, his on base percentage is very low. Um, so you're seeing, like, his OPS plus, which, you know, is one of my favorite statistics, is, like, oh, yeah. you know, 100 is considered average. I think last year, although he hit, what, 30 home runs, 30-something home runs last year, um, that his OPS plus, I believe, I haven't checked on this, but um, I believe it was only 105, so 5% better than, you know, the average major league hitter. And looking at the stats, you're just like, how is that possible? But it's because he doesn't walk. And his defense is very good. He steals bases. He's fast. He's a very, very good player, but he's got to start walking more. He's got to stop laying off pitches above his head because you're seeing him, like, hit those things back in the press boxes all the time. I mean, we got to see him work on that, that plate discipline. I, I, you know, who am I to say that? But, like, you know, just as a fan, I would lo- like to see Ozzy Albee stop swinging at that garbage. I mean, even though he some- somehow fouls off most of them. But I'm, I'm going to sell this one. 
um, yeah. as you said, I can maybe see it in the future. Um, from Mitchell Picton, Picton, I don't know how you say it. Actually, this is not a hot take. Just here to say Hank is better than Bonds. Thank you. Um, yeah. Very true. From, from Braves Vibes, Mike Harris is called up and wins Rookie of the Year. Oh. Uh, I'm going to sell this one. I, I don't think he's going to be – I think if he gets called up this year, it's going to be later on the, in the year. I don't see him getting called up. I, I feel like if you if you win Rookie of the Year, I think you're with the Major League Club the whole season. I don't – Mike Harris is not going to be called up unless, like, we have, like, injuries to Cunha and Ozuna. Ozuna. Um, I mean – we don't know how our outfield is going to look next year, but uh, I mean, is it possible? Yes, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I'm selling as well. I, you know, with how crowded that Braves outfield is already, you know, we don't know what's happening with Jock and Eddie Rosario and, you know, Jorge Soler. Um, I, you know, like you said, he's probably not going to be called up early on in the season. He, you know, if he gets called up at all this season, I could I see in the future. Absolutely. I think Michael Harris is going to be really, really good. I think he's probably my favorite outfield prospect. No, no disrespect to Drew Waters. Love Drew Waters, but I, I all the intangibles of Michael Harris are outstanding. But, you know, the outfield's really crowded for the Braves. You know, Ron Lacuna's coming back. You have Adam Duvall already. You know, nobody knows what's happening with Marcelo Zuna or if he's even an outfielder anymore, if he's a Brave. I don't know, whatever. But We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I am selling this big time sell, by the way, big time sell. Yeah. This one is for, uh, for this one's for Luke Hayden from Hay Hayden. What Jose Altuve grows to become six foot five before opening day. <laughs> I'm buying, buying baby. Let's go. Let's hey, go. If, if, if it does happen, can can Jose send me whatever he, he send me some <laughs> whatever he was using? Send it my way, Jose. Put it. I, I, I'll uh, send my address. Put it in the mail because I'm I'm technically I'm taller than Jose, but not by much. Just by a little bit. Um. So that one doesn't. That one won't won't, won't really count because it was a bit you know out there silly. But this <laughs> this this one is from. None other than Jordan Rager. Jordan. Our, our, the main man. Um, go listen to his stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Phenomenal. If you're into country awesome. music, go give yeah. him a listen. Please do. Yeah. It's, our it, good friend. It, it, so, song about, I don't know how long it's been, but Memories. Um, memories is a great song. Great banger. song. Banger song. Go give it a listen. I mean, it's not the only banger. He's, he's very, very talented. If you guys He's not the only banger. Or you know maybe you're not in a country but you know big he's a big braves fan big so and okay. he, just, go give him a follow as a braves fan don't doesn't even mm -hmm. have to be you know music related he's a he's a great mm -hmm. dude so yeah uh, um also if, uh, one of the good ones is the first song i ever uh heard from jordan Rager. i absolutely love it references is it has a reference to chipper jones in it so what's not to like about that oh yeah um listen to that in the car today there you go love it Gotta so, Jordan Rager, the Hall of Fame and its voters have become a complete sham. 
Is this mine or yours? That's yours. I'm not gonna count the last one. This this is yours. Buying. Easy this buy. Is, mm-hmm. This is the easiest buy. The 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 writers baseball you know what i don't i don't know what baseball mean, writers association of america something yeah, like that that, that crap <laughs> they they i i've been over this on the, on my tiktok um videos that i've it's a joke i mean the, the fact that we're having and i mean this like i think should the writers have a say absolutely i think you know i but i think it's it's about more than you know the writers sit in a room and type on their computer or write something out. And we're, this is who we're having vote for the greatest players to ever play the game of baseball. And I, you know, I think it was an interesting thing. Somebody brought up the fact that um, players should vote. And I like that. I thought that was an interesting thing. You think, you know, how would that work? I, you know, I don't know, but I, I think it's a sham. It's definitely, it's um, not. It's very flawed. It's very stupid. So I'm mm, buying this I, one. I, I buy it as well. I think like you got to have some of the younger generation, younger generation of baseball writers. You don't want all these like old men. I mean, no offense to these old men, but like these old school baseball writers. I mean, these people didn't even put like Fred McGriff in the Hall of Fame. Um. Dale Murphy is not a Hall of Famer. Don Mattingly is not a Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like, what are we doing? Um, there's so many great players that are so deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. But these writers, I mean, it's just like, what do you not see in these players to not vote for them? I don't, it, it blows me away. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I, I hate uh, the, the whole process is just ridiculous and it causes problems year after year after year you know uh, there are there are very few occasions where it's just like they do a good job you know um yeah. but uh you know barry bonds ha- having 10 opportunities to get in the hall of fame after i mean j- i mean i don't just just look at those stats just look at look, those stats just look up barry I mean, bonds br page and just look at the baseball reference page on Google, and I mean, you'll be blown away. It, it's it's unbelievable. The ridiculousness of I mean, if you can I, do I that, quite on... seen a a baseball reference page like that. Mm-hmm. Like steroids aren't going to let let. I mean, they're going to make you hit a baseball further, but it's not going to make you hit the ball. Yeah, you still. Barry Bonds is all famer. You still have to hit a. MLB players fastball best best fastball. You're hitting off professional pitchers too, so I mean, <laughs> it's not like something magic. We shouldn't we shouldn't sugarcoat what he did on a baseball field because he took he put something in his body. Yeah. No. Which we don't condone, by the way. But well, don't if you're listening to this at home, kids, if you're listening, don't do this. But but like Barry Bonds, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh yeah. So, this one is from myself, because I had to. You sent one to yourself. No, I didn't send one to myself. It was just like I wanted to put this one into the episode. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, 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 I wouldn't submit something to myself. But, <laughs> but this one is for you. I mean, Mark Tixera should have at least gotten enough votes to stay on the ballot. 
Oh, stay on the ballot. I'm, I'm buying. I, I, I think that's very fair. You know, it's a, it's a, it's five percent to stay on the ballot, correct? Five percent. Yeah, he got one vote. Yeah, get one, one vote, one vote. Really? It's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I mean, if you look at his stats, you're, I mean. It, it's kind I mean, of. Wild, I know the, but, the guy's not a first ballot by any means. No, no, not even close. But, not even close. But I mean, yeah, that's I. I I'm not even that 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 the fact that he got left on the ballot didn't really, or, or he he didn't stay on the ballot didn't really, you know the the, the fact that he only got one vote that's really what like mm-hmm. surprised me more than anything. Yeah, the fact that he only got one. I mean. Who, who can we know who the one who's the, they show they show all the ballots don't they uh, yeah i can find out but like that's that's a lot of digging to just, that's just, a lot of digging and we don't want to bore you yeah but um you buy or sell oh you, you said buy right yeah so i i mean this is my own hot take i'm buying 100 like if this guy didn't have a bunch of injuries down the stretch like i i i think like you know, from like 2012 to like 2016, he battled a lot of injuries, like a calf strain, season-ending wrist surgery, various ailments in 2014, a shin fracture, neck spasms, and a torn cartilage in 2016 until he retired in 2016. Um, from so this is on Wikipedia. I'm just reading this on Wikipedia. From in each season, from 2004 to 2011, 2004 to 2011, you got to think like that's set. Oh four, oh five, oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten, eleven. That's eight seasons in a row. He hit thirty home runs with and hundred RBIs. Eight years in a row, thirty home runs, hundred RBIs. He is the only the fifth switch hitter in MLB history to reach four hundred home runs. And he had one vote. I mean, I, I mean, I, am I? Am I? I'm, I'm just spitting out facts right now. But like, I, I think he should have. I mean, I don't. He, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, in my opinion, like he is close. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer by any means. But to be left off of the ballot after one vote, just one vote, I, I don't. I, I don't understand. But. Like, he's he also he also won five gold gloves. Can I put that out there too? Five gold gloves. Mark Teixeira's accolades are pretty darn good for him to be off the ballot after one season or one year on ballot. So I hope that that would be. I love Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira, like. Honestly, like Braves legend too, he spent about you know about a full season with us. I mean, across two seasons because we traded for him and then we traded him away, like a year apart. Um, but his stats for the Braves were like unbelievable. I mean, I don't have him pulled up, but um, Mark Teixeira. I mean, I don't know how this guy fell off the ballot that fast. I thought, yeah, for sure, he's. Well, he's going to stay on. I don't think he's going, ever going to get in, but he's he should get a lot of looks. 
I, I think like if you're looking at it next year and you know no Ortiz and no Bonds, no Clemens, Takira's staying on 100. Have you seen the Hall of Fame class next year? It's weak. Yeah, the, the the Hall of Fame class next year is really bad. Like, yeah, it's bad, bad. It, no, it's, yeah, two it's, years. It's a different story, but we'll talk about that in two years. Yeah, it's it's heesh. All two right, years, man. That's man. It's a long way. Hot take for Luke. Actually, no. I, I guess I'll I'll do this one because I think you've done like the last two. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, this one is from Nate. Skoronsky. The playoffs will be expanded to 29 teams, and the Phillies would still find a way to not make it. Bye. <laughs> this one is my favorite one so far. This is what we are asking you guys to send us. This is Love it. amazing. I don't know how the 2019 playoff is going to work, but I'm buying this. Buy. Easy. Easy buy. <laughs> City of Philadelphia, just they'll always find a way. Always find a way. Like this one, Nate. This one is from Unfit Umbreon. Interesting username there. For you, Starling Marte will be will prove to be the best addition to the Mets team next season. Not Max Scherzer. I. Quite honestly, I'm buying because you look at Starling Marte while he's getting up there a little bit older. This is a guy that led the National League in steals. All Major League Baseball. Yeah, sorry. Led all the league in steals at the age of, I think he's 33, 34. Oh, my God. He's up there in in years. Um, So the fact that he's stealing 46, 47 bags a year, and still hitting almost, I think he, I don't know if he hit 300. He was close to 300. I know that. And then, really good. Like, I mean, I, like, I think 20, he's a 20 homer guy. You know, I and plays a <laughs> solid center field. Uh, very, Stalin Marte while he's on the Mets now, very underrated. And I, I love Star. I, I loved him when he was on the the Pirates. And you know, I hated facing him when he was on the Marlins because he always got like five hits against us for some reason. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm buying, I, I think even with Max, the signing of Max Scherzer, Max is getting up there in years, you know, will we see a decline of Max Scherzer? I don't know. Eventually. Eventually. The of Max Scherzer is just crazy, but I, I could, I could definitely see Marte being the, the best player of the best signing of the Mets all season. So. So yeah, I I'm gonna buy this as well. I think that Star, like I think Starling Marte he had three ten last year by the way, which is like for for you have for you all out there who have been following baseball for a long time, you're just like three ten. That's kind of low, but like this era of baseball kind of you know if you like batting averages, this era just sucks for you and like. Honestly, I never thought that I would be saying 310 is, like, one of the best in baseball. Because, like, I miss guys hitting, like, 330, you know. I miss those days. I miss the Miguel Cabrera triple crown days, you know. Like, those those days may return at some point. But 
you there know. will be kind of day. I think Juan Soto might be the one guy to hit like close to like three forty, mm. three fifty at one point in his career because I mean, he's got that kind of talent. I mean, eventually somebody will be up there. It's it's just about there are not as many players nowadays that are. You know, it's all about launch angle now and home runs, and because that's what pays the big bucks. So mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily correlate to winning a lot of games. It's just money. Um, yeah. I mean, which you know, I don't really like the fact that it's like home run, strikeout, walk. It's like those three true outcomes. I know everybody talks about that, but uh, you know, it's players like this. If you just put like. Get a couple of these guys on your roster, like Starling Marte, who gets on base, steals bases, uh, gets a lot of base hits. Um, and then your big guys come up and hit a three-run homer. That helps you win games. you got to get on base if you want to win games. You're not going to win a lot of games hitting all solo homers. So, yeah. you know, I I really think that it is important to, you know, that we have more players like this, like Starling Marte, who are these more line drive guys possibly like ground balls, you know, beating out infield hits. That's fun. You know, I think he's sometimes, I don't know if he still does this, but drops down a bunt for a base hit. I know like some people out there probably just clipped off the episode, but, um, <laughs> but like, it, it's true. Like sometimes, like, I just wish that players would do this more often just because like getting guys on base, that's fun. That's exciting. At least we're getting balls put in play. I'd rather watch a, a guy like try to get thrown out trying to leg out a bunt single then watching a guy strike out that's more fun to watch as a baseball yeah. it is more fun to watch you know it's the idea um so i mean i want to give a but shout then, out this is completely outside the point that i'm like trying to make here i'm just saying like the mets okay Tony Marte is a great great player but what i'm saying is max scherzer um like if you look at the Mets pitching staff last few years, Zach Wheeler, Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard, those three guys are past their Mets days. And Max Scherzer is kind of the one replacing them. You know, it's not like he's just kind of like filling in those guys' shoes, which they've done before, but they still somehow lost a lot of games because they're the Mets. I mean, I, I feel like, that Max Scherzer is, he, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I, I i feel like they've had top starting pitchers in the rotation before, and they still, you know, didn't make as enough impact to make them a big-time contender. Of course, 2015, made it all the way to the World Series, lost to the Royals. I mean, just think about that for a second. The Mets and the Royals made it to the World Series a couple of few years ago. 2015 was wild, man. That seems extremely wild. That's, like, the most random uh, – World Series matchup in recent memory. But, um, I mean, it's – I think that – I mean, the Mets lineup got a whole lot better. I mean, it wasn't just Marte. Mark Hanna as well. Eduardo Escobar. Um, was there one more? Um, I'm pretty sure there was one more. I don't know. It's hard to keep up. But um, I think – Sorry, Marte, an absolutely great ad. I, I buy this take. I think uh, Marte does have the potential to be the best addition to the Mets next season. So we're going to do a couple more. Um, let me find a good one. Um, ooh. 
so this one is wait this one is for me i guess with the automatic strike zone coming to the miners miners lex next season sorry i can't speak with the automatic strike zone coming to the miners next season for some teams it will be it will do good to the point where it is introduced to major league baseball at the all-star break um now this one is interesting because it's just like let's see we don't even know if we'll have an all-star break first of all but um but no i don't on max strike zone the robot umpires they're not coming to major league baseball um at least not this year not yet they've they've got a long way to go um and Honestly, I, I would hate to see that in the first place because it just takes away from framing. And um, it's just a bad idea. I uh, Like, Manfred's just full of bad ideas. I mean, it's kind of just comical at this point. Like, it's kind of la- – I mean, where, do you, where does he get these ideas? But um, automatic strike zone coming to Major League Baseball next season. Buy or sell, Luke. Sell. So. I mean, that's, that's not, like, not much really to say there. That's a spell. All right. Um, ooh, ooh, this one is a really hot take. Um, Jose Abreu is one of the best run producers in the last seven years. In the last seven years? Seven. That's a kind of a. This one is very specific. That's <laughs> very. I mean, I'm. You know, I I buy that. That's okay. I and mean, he's he's been up there as an RBI leader. You know, pretty much ever since he came um, over for, to the White Sox, or he went to the White Sox when he signed the international deal. I I mean, I don't see why. You know, he's. I think he had a. I think he led the league in RBIs last year, and then. I think he was up there this year as well. He's been up there almost every year. He's one of the best run producers for sure. So I'm buying. I I buy this as well. I think Jose Abreu doesn't get talked about at all. Very underrated. Um, for for uh, uh, excuse me, offensively, very underrated. Um, uh, we'll just do one more. Um. In a lockout shortened season, Julio Rodriguez gets called up to the Mariners and wins Rookie of the Year. This is me. Okay, um, I'm buying this. Uh, I mean, Julio Rodriguez is arguably the top prospect in baseball, and like, make an argument between like him, Adley Rutschman, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. There's a lot of great talent in the minor league level. Julio Rodriguez is could be a generational talent. Um, him and Jared Kelnick are going to be unbelievable together. That, um, that Mariners outfield is going to be really good. You got Jared Kelnick, Kyle Lewis, and Julio Rodriguez. That is going to be um, not fun for other teams. Yeah. It's going to make excited. it even harder I'm for excited. the Angels to make the playoffs. And then this is, I think, because really in our in our lifetime, the Mariners have never made it the playoffs. You know that in our entire lifetime, or I guess one were, year. Well, we were we were like, newborns, two months old, two months. But you really count that? I mean, I guess kind of, but like 
they they have a really I think they probably have one of the best brightest futures out of anybody um right now in baseball I think they do have the brightest future in baseball right now so okay well I know I said that was the last hot take but this one is just too good I gotta do I gotta I, I gotta do this one this one is the, uh, this one's the final one and then we'll talk about uh, some other stuff going on um <laughs> Cody Bellinger I mean anything Cody Bellinger related with hot takes it has to be good right <laughs> Cody Bellinger takes out every ounce of frustration that he's got over the last few years. And he hits 345 home runs, wins MVP, and comeback player of the year. Whew. He wins. He hits 345 home runs. MVP, comeback player of the year. <laughs> That's what, we're ending on one. We're ending on a really hot one. Oh, I mean, it's you. It's you. I'm thinking. I'm selling because I think that is – I think he's going to have – I think he's going to make a – I think he's going to be very good. I think he's, you know, after this year, I think he's going to make a big comeback. I think he's going to be very good player back what he was in MVP – um, not quite MVP form. I think Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger will both make a comeback this year. To I think you'll see glimpses of what they were in 2018, 2019. That was one of the, the best MVP races I've ever seen. Um, I mean, that's my opinion. But, but that was so much fun to watch. Um, and I think they'll both return. Not quite 345 bombs in 2022, but I think you'll see a much improved Cody Bellinger um, than what you saw in 2021. So, so I'm going to sell this as well. I think that yeah, of course he can put up MVP numbers. He's a, he's done it before and he's won MVP before. Um, but the last two seasons, it's interesting because you're just like you, I feel like you know the. Whole home run celebration against the Braves last year tore up his shoulder, and we don't even know what happened there. Um, but he, he he really took off there in the postseason this year, or this past oh, yeah. year, um, and he he looked like the Cody Bellinger bull. And um, you know, as he progressed throughout the year, you saw him t- take those strides to look like Cody Bellinger, like what we're used to seeing from him. And yes, he he. He, he, I mean, he's has not been good the last two years, of course, but uh, 45 home runs, 300 average. This is, this is, this is, that's a stretch. Could he win MVP again? Yes. Could he hit 45 home runs? Yes. Could he hit 300? Yes. Is he going to do all three? No. Sell. So. I think 345 bombs for any player, whether they're hmm. coming off of what, what, I mean, Freddie Freeman has never even. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I mean, Fred Freeman has he's hit 300, but I don't, he's so, not come close to the 45 home runs. So. so let's. So what were his Cody Bellinger's stats when he did win MVP? Let me find out for you. He had a negative 1.5 WAR last year. Woo. Um, so 47 home runs, 305 average. So he did it. Um, 
Could he do it again? Yes, but is he? No. So, so, um, that's our final hot take. So thank you everyone who submitted those. Those, we got some spicy ones and I, I really do appreciate that. that that's awesome. Um, it makes it fun. It gives us stuff to do um, in a time where there's nothing happening. So we do appreciate it. Anyways, another news. We we got to talk about the lockout in a second, but before we forget, Camden Yards is getting a bit of a new look next year. I don't know if you saw oh, this. Yes, I did. They're moving the fences back, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know if that'll. I wonder if that's going to help the Orioles or hurt the Orioles more. I don't it's not. It's not. Whether whether hitting whether hitting decline more than it already was but or with the pitching increase due to the fact that glaber torres won't be hitting 17 home runs against them a year <laughs> or glaber was it glaber, it was glaber, glaber yeah it was glaber um and gary thorne was just like you gotta be kidding me every single time it was just like what i miss gary thorne being announced to the orioles i don't know why they ever got rid of him but but they did and it's just it's not orioles baseball without gary thorne so but I mean, you got to feel for some of these right-handed hitters, Trey Mancini and Ryan Mountcastle, two very, very good players for the Orioles. They, Orioles have some pretty darn good players on the offensive side. Uh, Cedric Mullins being one of them, and also I got to mention he was battling Crohn's disease last year as well. That that was something that came out. I did see that. I saw that. Um, and he he had a third, the only thirty thirty season. Last year, that's, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it, and it, it was absolutely tremendous, and I absolutely like. like Cedric Mullins is very underrated. MVP candidate last year. I, can he do it again? I don't know, but like, he stopped switch hitting, and we saw him do that last year. It was tremendous, and um, he had, it hit him doing that while battling Crohn's disease, and that's awesome. I mean, and uh, I had to bring that up, so. Matter of respect to uh, Cedric Mullins, for sure. But also, like, back to the Orioles, just overall. Mancini and Mountcastle hit a lot of home runs over there last year. Mountcastle, rookie of the year candidate last year. Trey Mancini, battle of cancer. What's up with the Orioles in these things? Um, they're battling everything over there. Um, it seems like no other team has really been battling, you know, illness like that. Um, yeah. But... I mean, unless you want to count the Marlins' entire team getting COVID, but um, this this is like <laughs> remember that that was fun twenty twenty when the Marlins almost ruined the season, like a weekend of the season. Yeah, good um, times, good times. Remember those days. Um, but you know, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what this does to you know Ryan Mountcastle's uh, Trey Mancini's right-handed hitters on the on the Baltimore Orioles. So it's only in left field. It's going to look a little bit kind of similar to PNC park in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a little bit of a weird outfield, um, shape, but we'll see how it goes. We don't know how it's going to go yet. So, um, we talked about the hall of fame though. We kind of talked about that with, uh, uh, some of our hot takes, but the lockout situation, here we go. We, we had to talk about this before the end of the episode. So, 
Had to. What's the latest? It's not good. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> Jeff Passon sent out a tweet. Um, I will read it for you guys now. Major League Baseball today requested immediate assistance of a federal mediator to help resolve the sports lockout. Source told ESPN under the request, the federal mediator mediation and consultation service would help assist with the proceedings. So <laughs> that's a lot to take in there, but so, basically they're adding a th- there's going to be a third party um, to come in the negotiation and basically try and help because apparently they can't do this on their own because Manfred's like, Oh wait, the players actually are holding strong and not giving into crap for like the first time ever. And he's like, wait a second. So, yeah. So I saw this and this, this was interesting. Like the last time major league baseball did this was in 1994. Buster only tweeted this out. Um, so normally we don't really trust ESPN besides Jeff Passan, but um, here we are. Um, but the last time MLB hired someone to help them come to an agreement was 1994, a year where they didn't have a world series. So, Buster only really instilling a lot of hope in these baseball fans. I'm telling you, like it's, it's, he's really making us hope that, you know, there's going to be baseball. Um, but, um, you know, they really shouldn't have waited 42 days after the lockout to start talking. Um, and they probably should have started negotiating, you know, maybe four years ago when, you know, we, you had time to really discuss this stuff. It sounded you know, like, it sounded why would you idea. wait? Why would you wait this long? Like, why would you wait until, like, the year of, you know? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we don't know, but knowing Manfred, I'd assume they waited. (laughs) Um, So, Jeff Passan, a lot of these insiders, a lot of these experts are just like, you know, a a delay of spring training, the regular season, everything involved in that – the delay seems inevitable at this point it's, unless it's over the next week, some miracle happens. Some. Hey, we're, yeah. we're fingers crossed. I an act of God I doubt it. But <laughs> I, I dude, I hope they, they just surprise me. They just say, I'm waiting. Dude, I cannot wait for that tweet to say that the lockout's ending. Hopefully I mean, that comes this year. I read an article. It's just like if if there is no base major league baseball in twenty twenty two, there's no chance Rob Manfred remains commissioner, which is like it's a trade off there. But like I'll take no Manfred. But like I want baseball. Imagine how much money they would lose if no baseball was played. And I'm I'm still also thinking like Max Scherzer, who's one of the big head guys in the Players Association. He's making what forty five million next year. He's going to be losing a lot of that money um, if he can't get these negotiations going. You know, if he can't, and obviously they're also talking about it, like what do they say, like non-economical issues, which is just boring. Like or only economic. I don't even remember. Um, oh yeah, non-economical issues like drug testing. They're talking about drug testing, and they can't agree on that. More so, important things. Like there's like I also don't understand like. A couple days ago, they met for 90 minutes. Okay. 
look, 90 minutes, like, that may seem like a long time for some people, but, like, at the same time, there is a, there are, is billions and billions of dollars at stake here. There is so much more at stake than just, you know, 90 minutes. Like, they need to be, like, trying to work this stuff out together day in, day out. You know, get this done. Like, you're, like, you're, day by day, you're losing fans. You're losing interest from the younger generation of fans that you need. Baseball is in such a great spot with these young stars. Wanda Franco. Shohei Otani, uh, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna. You're in such a great spot. Such and a- then this is this is we're threatening to not even have baseball next year. I mean, it's it's a joke. It, it's ridiculous, and you know they didn't have to implement this lockout. They it, Rob Manfred did not have to do this, but he chose to. And, and then he, he put this letter uh, to baseball. I didn't want to do this. Yeah, okay, Rob. I mean, you're the one who – you're literally the only one who you're wanted to do the only one that – the only one who said, oh, let's implement a lockout. He's the only one. I mean, owners too. But, like, who – It's Manfred's in charge of that. So, you know, say what you want about the owners, but, like, Manfred is negotiating on behalf of the owners, and Manfred is the commissioner. He's the guy in charge. The – Blame it all trickles back down to the commissioner of baseball, Rob Andrew. You know, you know, yep. it, 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 it's it's terrible. It's um, it's beyond frustrating as a baseball fan, as someone who's followed the game of baseball pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, and you know. There has been a time in professional sports, in these four major professional sports, where an, it, it, something like this happened, a lockout happened, and an entire season, it happened in NHL, and I think, what, 2004, 2005? An entire NHL season was gone because of this nonsense. I mean, I'm not a hockey fan. I don't really care, but, like, it's happened before. We can't let this history repeat itself in a different sport, our sport. You know, our sport. This is our sport. So I mean, you gotta be, you gotta nego- I really want to know. Like I, after these meetings, I want to know every single time who is the first one to be. Which side is the first one to be like? Okay, we're done. Because whoever whoever has been saying that at the end of the meetings, that it, it falls on them. You know, I don't know if it's players. I don't know if it's the. I don't know if it's Manfred. I don't know if it's. And I would. I don't know which side it is. I would, but I would love to it, sit on one of those meetings and just and just listen you know, in on what the listen, heck is going on with our sport. They, I mean, they, 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 I part of me wishes like they should just broadcast this somewhere on TV and just. I would like forget classes, man. I'm watching that. That's that's all that. that you know it, it, that. The primary focus. I mean, it at this point, it's. I mean, both sides are going to have to give in at some point. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm happy for the players 
that they are not backing down because uh, what they're trying to do is completely fair and it's completely understandable. Um, but I mean, it's, it's creating the situation where like, you know, honestly, I, I, I hate saying this, but I really think the players need to back off a little bit, uh, cause they're not going to get everything they want. Um, there's some things that they want that they need to just drop because with the way things are going, we're, we're not going to have a season. So, I mean, this goes for Major League Baseball too, but both sides need to just, why can't we just play with the rules that we had previously? Like, can we just do that? I'll take that. Except, except DH. Anything except DH. Baseball. Just bring yeah, baseball that, back. That's actually something I haven't over this, but that the DH is, DH is pretty much, it, it's, it's a done deal. It's going to happen. So, you guys haven't seen that already yeah anyways anywho manford rant part five there we go um there we go there's part five guys no really i'm an actress so happy birthday to us i don't know what to play um ending the episode but do you have any ideas i would say happy birthday but we'd get copyrighted so you can't really do that can't get copyrighted Oh, that's true. Uh oh. What are we going to do? I have no idea. Um. Oh, let's do a. Uh, never mind. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is tough. I, I really. Just do a, a clip of our first episode of us. Oh, let's just do the very like the the very first we, voiceover the, or the very hmm. first intro of our. Oh no! That oh. was a year ago. I don't know if I've listened to this since we uploaded it. I don't. I don't think I've. I think I've maybe listened to like two episodes. I hate listening. To my voice. Me, me too. Me too. I hate listening to my voice. We appreciate right. you like listening to our voices, but yes, if you have been here for the last year, we just wanted quickly before we end the episode. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Thank you for to all of you who have followed us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, who've just listened to our episodes. We do appreciate it. Um, season two, and we're looking forward the, to it. Keep it going. Let's keep the journey going together. We're mm-hmm. year it, year two. Who would it? Who would have thought that two kids texting in a group chat would turn into what it has a year later? So, and honestly, like every single time we record, I'm just like I I, I always, or like we're about to record. Like I'm looking forward to it. This is so much fun for oh, yeah. me, and I, I um, and I love interacting with you guys. I mean, it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, please do if you want to talk baseball, reach out to either of us. Everything is in the description. Go follow us. Um. And let's see how far we've come. This is um, going to be the first little bit of our very first episode one year ago today. Um, so, <laughs> um, go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Do that too. Um, everything is in the description. Use promo code on Braves News on SeatGeek. Go check out Anchor if you want to start a podcast. And until next time.
My name is David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you all in Season 2, Episode 2, next time. See you guys. Peace, guys. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let Luke explain. First off, it's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many this more. This is how we started episode one? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. It's super easy to use. It's what we use. It's fantastic. Sorry, you're going to have to listen to this again. Make your own podcast. Talk about whatever you want to talk about, whatever your passion is. Welcome to Tomahawk Talk. My name is David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. And welcome. Uh, this is our first episode. This is a little introduction for yeah. what is to come. Uh, this is going to be a Atlanta Braves-based podcast, and we're also going to talk about news uh, around Major League Baseball and uh, then some. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Bye! <laughs>